up, people? How are we doing on? tonight? First of all, shout out uh, Kennedy I-57. Yes, sir. What's good, Kennedy? One year, bro. One year in the books. That's crazy. You know what that means for him, right? Uh... Free tickets to any sh- fight you're at? Yeah, pretty much. Free wow, tickets. look at or that. You can come and get, or you can come get some training if you want, either or. Where? So shout out to him. Shout out to him. Surefire Shark says you still haven't sent the Parallax. Yo, what's oh, up? my God. <laughs> what's up? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> Shoot, special guest. <laughs> uh, this dude said I still haven't sent him Parallax. What Parallax are you looking for? This is the guy that comes here and asks for gloves every fucking time. Oh. He's in Discord. He asks for gloves. This guy I, never says anything. Exactly. Never. Only time he, he heard we do giveaways and he's just like, yo, y'all got gloves? Let me get them gloves. He's fiending for the power locks. So he just shows up like, yo, I still I still haven't gotten this power locks. Like, so? Did I tell you I was going to give you power locks? Like, <laughs> sound like an empty promise. Nah, bro. Nah. There's nothing empty about that. You said that sound like an empty promise? I never promised this guy anything. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I don't know. He making it seem like that. He just showed up. <laughs> I don't know where. Yeah, this guy promised me this. Get it? Oh, he said you. He said you said you were gonna send him. Did I? Oh. I don't. I don't recall this. Man, did I? But I usually send them to people that participate Ooh. in the in our in our giveaways <laughs> and shit like that, you which we mean? haven't done in a while. So yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe that's us. <laughs> that is also true. But yeah, next giveaway, my boy. Uh, oh, it's true. Uh, Kennedy, they said, "How do I how do I go about getting those free tickets?" Um, any when there's the when there's an event, you just hit me up. Let me know you're on the list. Pretty much, you're gonna be on the list in order of whoever of everyone that that hit that one year mark of all my black belts, and um, we pretty much just go in that order. If you have someone in front of you, then you'd have to wait to the next event. But just send us send us your name, your address. Um, the event that you're looking to attend, and we got you. There you go. Look at you getting them free tickets. Yes, sir. Say closed mouths don't get fed. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, that's not. We're not talking about the other dude. We're oh, talking about yeah. someone. <laughs> yeah, uh, the surefire is not getting any gloves. He's not right now. <laughs> um. All right. Should we get into the card? Let's do it. Okay. Which fight you want to talk about? There were on the prelims. There were uh, a couple good fights, decent back and forth ones. But there are only two finishes in the on the prelims. Mm-hmm. One of them being a spinning back fist, and one of them being a submission by a guy who was minus one thousand. Yeah, that was um, nuts. Uh, Chris Gutierrez. Chris Gutierrez versus Batagural Dana. Damn, bro, we we're getting lucky. We're seeing now two back to back spinning back fist knockouts. Yeah, right. Molly, well, it wasn't a complete knockout. That second one was more of this a, one was was a oh. No, you're saying this one wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, he felt, I mean, he got dropped. Yeah, he dropped him, and he kind of, yo, low-key, I felt like he could have kept going. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being <laughs> desensitized now and shit from the, just all the violence I'm seeing in MMA. But um, I feel like I feel like he could have kept going. It was a great stoppage. Don't get me wrong. It was a mm-hmm. phenomenal stoppage, but he wasn't dead. <laughs> he wasn't dead. <laughs> he wasn't dead. So either way, we got people complaining. <laughs> Early stoppage, bad stoppage. Oh, man. But, but uh, uh, shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. I feel like he needed that dub, um, and he got it done. It was a beautiful spinning elbow, and teed off. Talk about a chin on on uh, on Batterell though. That's how you say his name. Bat uh, Then uh, Batergrel. Not too sure. Because most people will get hit like that at the base of the jaw, like that, and they're clean. F- they're folding. 
they're out. Like we saw last week with Mo- Meatball, yeah, Molly they're Meatball. Out. Yeah, out cold. You know what I mean? He he was hurt, but definitely wasn't out. So shout out to him, mm. Warrior. And also looking at Chris Gutierrez's uh, record. That's three in a row. Yeah, the, I mean, that's as of now. Yeah, that is three in a row after his draw with Cody Durden. But uh, he's on a pretty good streak uh, going into this fight or coming into this fight. Now with a, win, a knockout win like that, that's huge for him. What is it? He's six and one and uh, five and one in his last six. In his last six, he's five zero oh, and one. So he had a draw. Nice. Uh, with only one loss in the UFC to Hayoni Barcelos. That was his debut in twenty eighteen. So, whoa. He's yeah. He's been killing in the UFC so far. All right. <clears throat> Shout out to Chris Gutierrez. Um. Yes. And the other the other uh, finish on that prelims was where is it? Alak Shab Kriziviv. Kriziviv. Did you see that one? <laughs> nah. Uh, this guy was 13-0 coming into the UFC. Mm-hmm. Dana White Contender Series guy. Uh, minus 1,000 on the card. And the first round was actually kind of back and forth. He fought this guy, Dennis Tululin, on short notice. Mm-hmm. Or Dennis was on short notice. But uh, he was hitting, hitting him with some good shots, honestly. Uh, Dennis was hitting Al- Alisha Cobb. It was pretty back and forth in the first round, but you could tell Dennis got very tired in the second round. He was shot. What did he get him with? Uh, just like one two down. I mean, down straight, straight down. Nice. Um, but he subbed him. No, because on the site here it says no. He yeah, he subbed him. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what did he sub him with? Uh, I think it was a rear naked choke. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dennis just got tired in that one and basically didn't look too good in the second round. Right. Honestly, how you feel about this card? Yeah, I, we were kind of spoiled in the last one, the London card, and looking at this one, it's it's honestly not. It wasn't too crazy. You see how the crowd is? The crowd is like, it's such a big difference, right? From like the last event we saw with the crowd, and apparently it was a sold out arena. There, it was you the most I mean? they've ever made on a fight night. Didn't they say that last time? I think so, but I think this beat it. <laughs> this beat it. Yeah, but the crowd. You can see the difference between the crowd here and and then the crowd in London. Mm. The crowd here was like, I see Stipe trying to get them going. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? People are trying to, but it's something different about now. I see why Dana kind of was just happy and gave out all the bonuses. Like that environment must have been nuts. Bro. Insane. That European, that London crowd or that uh, English crowd, <clears throat> I feel like it is next level. But that's for all their sports. Yeah, they 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 get behind the athletes. Crazy. Exactly. They be singing and chanting and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, I mean, it all comes from soccer games. And you see those videos and stuff. The like hooligans. Them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for real. Hooligans and shit like that. And they just bring it into, they just bring it into bring it uh, any sport, bring it into fighting, right? Yeah, it's sick. I would love to go see if they have a hockey game like that. Yeah, they play hockey over there. They do actually. They have a pro hockey league in Europe and in England. Uh, I mean, it's probably not that good, but <laughs> but it'd still be pretty sick. All right, all right. Shoot, here's a fight that I was looking forward to: um, Neil Magny versus Max Griffin. Mm-hmm. I really was looking forward to this fight. Um, it, it delivered. It delivered. It was a it was a crazy back and forth fight. Um, Max Griffin see um, Max Griffin felt like he won, but that's that's always what it is when especially when with the split, split decisions, decisions yeah. right? Thank you. That's pretty much always what it is. Everyone thinks that they won, right? Um, early on, Neil Magny was he got hurt big time from Max Griffin, and mm-hmm. then he kind of just he came back and put it on with the wrestling and mm-hmm. mixed it up and just did a did a good job. So. Um, like the vet he is. Shout out to Neil Magny. I would say with any Neil Magny fight, I feel like you're going to see him wrestle and grapple yeah. and get it to the ground. It's funny because I've seen Neil Magny just like jab people up. Well, you know, we ever seen the fight when he fought, um, 
uh, Gusta- Gustafson, mm-hmm. not Gustafson, uh, Kevin Gaslin. Yes, yes, yes. He just jabbed him up at welterweight. That's when mm-hmm. Gaslin was at welterweight. He just jabbed him the whole fight. Yeah, on his bike and just jabbed him the whole time. Significant size advantage too on that one. Yeah, his eighty inch reach <laughs> probably to like a fucking <laughs> sixty reach. Yeah. Shit. Um, and fuss cheat man, first time chat from viewer. He says that power bomb. Yes, mm. that shit was crazy. That that gave a great photo too. Yeah, you saw Max Griffin's upside down and and uh with and uh Neil Magny's just holding him. Yeah, yo. Magni can wrestle, man, for a lanky boy. You know, he called out, um, you know, he called out, he called out. Hamza. Hamza. That's the second time. Well, this is the first time he actually called him out, but he's been saying he wants that fight for a while. Fuck it. Just give it to him. Right? Why would he not? I mean, I know Hamza's versus fighting Burns, uh, but. If Hamza beats Burns, right, which a lot of people believe that he will, um, does he come back and fight Magni or is it just that's a wrap? The, that's the that's thing, that though. That's the because he's like looking to fight for a title. In that I mean, he's going to be number two ranked welterweight if he beats. If he beats Burns, he he's gonna opt to fight the champion. But what if he has to wait? Because the champion's like, yo, listen, I'm doing other things. Then maybe the only thing I could see this fight happening is if Hamzat does actually lose to Gilbert Burns, and then they're like, all right, Neil Magny versus Hamzat. All right, right. I mean, other than that, I feel like yeah, he's fighting for the title. Why would he not? He's he's gonna be the number two contender. Then then maybe he'll fight Colby. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I don't know. Oh, Kamara said he said he'd go to 185 if he doesn't get Usman. Usman. That's what he said? That's what he said, yeah. Who's at 185 for him, though? What, is he going to fight in the rankings there? Uh, or does he have to work his way into the rankings? Does he automatically get a pass to fight a top 15 guy, or is he going to have to fight somebody on the outside? I'd imagine he gets he gets to fight someone on the inside. Yeah, right? I would imagine. So, especially if he's at a ranked high or whatever. That's a good match, though. Him and, him and Sean Strickland. Him and Pereira. <sighs> him and Marvin Vittori. He's skipping. That's skipping the line crazy, bro. <laughs> that's skipping the line crazy, but hey, it is what it is. You know they would do it for Hamza. Yeah, they'd do anything for Hamza. Exactly. It's true. You see him hanging out with Dana, him, Till, yeah, like going out to dinner and stuff? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that, cool. that's hilarious. Yeah, but um, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like he, he does better at welterweight, but if he wants to go up and, and I feel like stand-up-wise, I don't know, this is my perspective. It may not be right, but I just feel like... Going up to eighty five, the stand up is is weaker at eighty five mm-hmm. than it is at at um at welterweight. Right. But the wrestling is stronger at welterweight than it is at uh at um middleweight. Middleweight. I just think welterweight is just a, a harder division. I would say so. I would think you it know is. What I, mean? I would definitely yeah. Um I would agree with that, honestly. Yeah. So but either way, what's next for Magni? Uh, I don't know. Let me pull up the rankings. What is he? Number nine? Yeah. And he beat an unranked guy. Also, what's next for Griffin? Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of wild that they gave. He just needed fight. a fight. It was just hard to match him. Probably he just needed a fight, and it's it was a great opportunity for Max Griffin to kind of put himself in the mix. Mm, so he took it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But it's a huge setback. It's a huge setback for Max. I think, even though it wasn't a bad loss or anything like that, but. Now he's gonna have to fight outside the rankings in his next and fight. Get back you know, and try it. to get back, get yeah. another opportunity. Mm-hmm. And the opportunities at welterweight to fight into the rankings don't come easy. Definitely not. You could speak from experience. Yeah. Um, but Neil Magny at number nine. After that, we have Sean Brady eight, Jorge Masvidal seven, Stephen Thompson six, Bilal five, Vicente four, Leon three, Gilbert two, Kobe one. I'd say maybe. Him versus Neil versus Sean Brady or Neil versus uh, Wonderboy? Yeah, Wonderboy. 
right? He's not gonna fight Sean Brady because they're they're boys and teammates. I think. Are they really? Yeah, they train a lot together. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Damn what? So I, I don't think they would fight each other, but um, I could see him and um, him and uh, what's his name? You just said his name. I'm having a brain fart. Oh, uh, literally just said you just said his name just now. Uh, Masvidal, Bilal, Vicente, Leon, Gilbert. No. Oh, Wonder Boy. Oh, uh, Wonder Boy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Wonder Boy. I yeah. think even Wonder Boy would do it, and I think Wonder Boy retires soon too. Yeah, he's he's almost like forty years old, right? He's yeah, like thirty nine, I think. And when guys are looking to retire, they also don't want to go out on. They pick their fights towards the end. They want like right. good fights. You know and, what I mean? With yeah. another guy that's has a big name on his way out, get that money. Yeah, well, I don't know. Mag, I feel like Nat Magny's gonna be in a standstill for a little bit. Mm. Uh, Surefire, Surefire Shark says I think Randy Brown Versus Kevin Holland Would be super close fight Close? <laughs> All right. Now you never get In those power locks bro No 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 Kevin's a dog man Kevin's a dog I kid um, <laughs> I think that would be A good fight That would be a great fight Actually um, But right now We gotta deal with chaos We got chaos in a month mm. So Almost yeah Damn holy shit Almost a month Yeah we got chaos In about a month So we get past this dude first. This dude is probably my biggest uh, challenge to date, you know. So I would say so. Let's go. Let's go get him out of there first. Mm. Which you most definitely can do. Absolutely. Next up, we got um, Askar Askarov, homie with the two two yeah. last names. <laughs> yeah. Um, versus Kai Kara France, bro. I was loving everything Kai Kara France brought to the table. I felt like his your attitude is everything when you fight. Mm. Your mentality is everything. And the way that he approached it, the way that he approached this fight, you can see it. His mindset was, you're going to have to worry about what I'm doing. I know that you're a good wrestler. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about your wrestling as much as, you know, people would think. Yes, I know you're going to come on heavy with a wrestling onslaught. He took his time. He stayed calm. He got his back taken early on and he mm. defended very well. And he made that. He made it that even though the wrestling threat and the threat of the takedown was there, he didn't make it throw his game off too much. He mm-hmm. still applied pressure and still kept coming forward and still said, hey, I'm, I'm going to apply my game plan. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to do what I need to do, and you have to worry about what I'm going to do. Whereas some guys will get discouraged after getting taken down that mm-hmm. much. Some guys will be gun-shy. They don't want to start to throw because they feel like, oh, man, I don't want to expose my hips, and they don't let their game go. He continuously... Uh, let his game go, and he he believed in his takedown defense, and even looked for takedowns of his own at times, and he mm. got the job done. So um, he hurt Kai, uh, Askarov a few times. Um, he looked phenomenal. He looked phenomenal, and I believe what won him in this fight is consistency and just uh, having a strong mindset. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. he uh, he was looking good the entire fight. He even got his back taken by Askarov. Uh, well, I don't remember what round, but. Early. Um, yeah, he got his back taken in the last round. He again. Was, when he got his back taken in the last round, I was like, guys, oh, fucked." This he he was right in there. Yeah, hooks were in. But he was able. I love how Askarov. This is a very high level fight, by the way. I love how Askarov even took the back right off the cage. When yeah, he, he jumped up. Back. Um, but Kai Carfrance did very good. He 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 threw him off. He shrugged him off, um, and got and got got him off his back. And Kai Carfrance looked phenomenal. So hopefully he gets a title shot next. I, I actually am very excited for him to get a title shot, but it's funny because after his last fight, we knocked out Garbrandt. He's like, I'm not fighting until I get the title shot. And then he took this fight like a month later. But <laughs> but still. But after yeah. this, what is uh, Askar Askarov? He's number two? 
Yeah, he's number two yeah, ranked. So, so now he goes from six he? to two. He's yeah, right in there. He's he is the next guy. And Davison Figueredo posted something about Kai Car France yeah, so saying he wants, he wants to fight him. Next, so that's great. That's great. Um, you know what's funny though? You know what's funny? Ever since this division got rebuilt, I always look at it and I'm like, speaking of Demetrius Johnson just fought, right? Shout True, out to yeah. Him. He looked phenomenal oh, yeah. in his win. Right. Choked out uh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I always think that Demetrius Johnson When I look at these guys fight I always feel like all right, He's the bar In my head That's the bar The flyweight goat You know what I'm saying So I'm looking at these guys And I'm like I can't help But these are the top guys No matter what happens In this division This is just my mindset Of how my mind works When I see flyweights fight I'm like How does he fare Against Mighty Mouse Mm. And do we see Mighty Mouse come back in the near future? Mm. Do you think? I would love to see him come back to the UFC, bro. We traded him for fucking Ben Askren. <laughs> Damn, bro. Ben Askren? He retired. Come on, bro. He retired after, what, two two cookings? <laughs> he, he won his first fight against... Uh, uh, Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler, <laughs> where, where Robbie didn't go out. Apparently. I mean, I don't know what was good with that. And then he got beat by Damian Maya, and then he got knocked out by Jorge Masvidal. And Masso. then he was like, right, I'm out of here. <laughs> And then he got knocked out by uh, Jake Paul. <laughs> Damn, dog! Like, can we can we oh, shit. can we get back Demetrius Johnson for real? <laughs> How old is Demetrius now? Too? That's what I was gonna look up. I just we just want him back for two fights, bro. Him versus Figgy. Put him in there. Let him fight somebody in like the top five, and then give him Figgy after that. If he's he makes it, thirty-five. That's not bad. Thirty-five is not bad. He still got some. Let's get him back for two fights. It's especially since he's never been in like any like crazy ass wars that no. these guys that are this old have been in. Nah, I mean, who beat him one time? I think who he has a couple losses, nothing crazy. You know, he lost that one FC, of course, whatever happens, but he lost in uh Henry Cejudo beat him for the belt, mm-hmm. and he also lost to uh Dominic fucking Cruz, right? Did he? Yeah, he lost to Dominic Cruz, but a while ago, mm-hmm. that's before he was at, I think he was at 135 at the time, and then he came, yeah, down. Dominic Cruz and Brad Pickett, Brad Pickett, yeah, and wow. WEC. I think he was a tad undersized for 135. Yeah, I could. I think you could say that. Five three. That's pretty small. You know, you're nice when 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 people when you do something that's never been recreated ever again. Mm. Think about it. Think about everything. Every every moment in the UFC. Every crazy iconic moment. About 95 percent of those moments have always been recreated at some point, whether it got the credit or not. Mm. Think about it. Give, name an iconic UFC moment of someone getting like finished like in uh, a unique way. back, flying back kick by Joaquin Buckley. Th- that he's that's never going to be recreated. Exactly. Right? All right. So he's, you know he's good, right? All right. That's fair. You know that's never going to be recreated. But I was talking about like the armbar, right? His flying armbar, the flying armbar. You know, he took the back, the suplex, drop him right into a uh, mat, return him right into an armbar. Right. That's beautiful shit that I feel like you'll never see. You know what I mean? Certain KOs, certain finishes, you all you're always going to see. Mm. You're always going to see people attempt them. I've never even seen anyone even attempt that. Yeah, anymore. there's no chance. No one's <laughs> confident enough to just be like, yeah, I'm going to do someone this up shit. You know what I mean? Or even them. just athletic enough. So yeah. um, shout out to him. I would love to see. Imagine a heavyweight doing that shit. Mm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That'd be beautiful. That'd be hilarious. I'm going to try it. But yeah, that'd be sick. You I'm should actually pick up chaos <laughs> and just, yeah, yeah. See how easy that is just to pick him up. <laughs> yeah, just pick him up. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just pick him yeah. up. Easy. But you know what's great? It also is uh, great to me that the UFC almost cut this division. Bro, the yeah. flyweight division has been putting on sick fights ever since then. Yeah, the flyweight hey, division is is I I like the flyweight division a lot. Me too. 
Me too. I feel like they just completely redid it. They got rid of everybody mm-hmm. and just got a whole bunch of new talent and just redid the whole thing. Yeah, I, I enjoy the flyweight division for sure. Especially after DJ leaving, Demetrius Johnson leaving, that was like, what's going to happen now? But I still can't help but wonder how would he do now, though? Yeah, I know. Him versus Figgy, how does that go? Him versus Moreno, how does that I go? I feel like he wins all of them. <laughs> I feel you. That's how I feel, too. You know, I just I want to see it. I know. As do I. But um, did you, did you real quick, speaking about Demetrius Johnson, you saw that, uh, that he said that Rod Tang, who just fought, mm-hmm. is the hardest-hitting guy he's, he's ever fought in his MMA career besides uh, – Dodson, John Dodson. Oh wow! So he said Rod Tang is the hardest hitting, and John Dodson. Oh well, that's that's a that's a uh, compliment to Dodson. Yeah, right. That's what I was like. I was like, damn, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But I can't imagine getting hit by Rod Tang. That guy's. Yeah, I mean like, that's what he does. That's all he does. <laughs> that's what he does. It's gonna be like I think that it's funny when you you would see somebody you would think like all right well this guy hits hard because of his appearance you the, i think the hardest punchers in the world are, are are boxers and i feel like the hardest kickers in the world are like muay thai people mm. right so i don't think an mma fighter can compare with either right you know what i mean because it's just they're not doing that thing enough mm-hmm. you know they you got to do so many different things so you can never excel to a certain point in one in one area, you know what I mean. Whereas the boxer is just boxing, mm-hmm. whereas the fucking the the kickboxer or the or the uh, the Muay Thai guy is just just kicking, kicking, right? Know? Makes sense. Um, Kimura said Rod Tang's speed was insane, and Excel said DJ looked good on the feet versus Rod Tang. Yeah, he did. That footwork, baby. And uh, excessive saying he and Demetrius Johnson cooks all of them, cooks everyone. All right. And Wadi says, "Fear no more, Phil. Jordan Levitt has a fight in three weeks. Damn, I'm excited for that one. Then, <laughs> who's Jordan Levitt? Is that that's the guy that be twerking? Can't <laughs> 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 say, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> you, ever, you never uh, seen him, bro? Nah, that shit's hilarious. You gotta you get, watch dude, it. Dude, get a nasty sub, sub you up, and just drop butt drop to a full split. <laughs> Bow." Yep, in the center yeah, of the It's 2022, bro. You can't be appalled. It's still <laughs> you can't shocking, be appalled. Man. It's still shocking. Wait, why is it shocking? Yo, I don't even know. Bro. I don't even know the guy. You're right. It's not shocking. He has a family. He has a wife. Yep, a kid. Children. See, but we know this. Yeah, going to <laughs> we know this will go into another conversation. What? So it's okay. So, so if you do a split, you have a wife and everything, and and you twerk and everything. Everything is cool. You have a wife, kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What's wrong? You got a kid, yeah. <laughs> He's living his life, bro. What's wrong? He said a, a straight man that's comfortable with his sexuality can't bust a split if he won't bust a split. Splits is only for women? Split and twerk? <laughs> Listen, Listen, equal opportunity for everybody these days, right? She can't, that if he wants to split and bust a twerk, let the man split and bust a twerk. Well, then live your life, sir. Live your life, sir. Uh, oh, go. Can't stop it. Man. Live your life, sir. That's it. All right, man. Next up. Next up, we got Matt Diamoto Brown versus Brian Barberina. This was a phenomenal fight. Well deserved fight of the night for sure. Absolutely. This was a great fight. Um, did you hear Brian Barberina? This is his last fight on his contract. He reached out to the UFC trying to see if he was gonna get re-signed. Apparently, you know, they he didn't hear anything back. So um He's saying that if if this is it for him, then you know he's just gonna retire. He said tend to his farm and family. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, and I've seen a lot of comments. Everybody wants to see him back, man. I feel like the UFC is going to resign him. I would definitely After say a performance so. like that. Yeah, 100%. a crazy fight. And, you know, every time he's fighting, he's going it's in crazy wars. fights. Every time this dude fight, and he got a chin on him, bro, that beard. You yeah, know what for I mean? real. That beard is crazy. Um, I'm a, I want to see Brian Barberina back. I love the way he fights. You know he's going to bring it. Preparing for this dude, I knew he was going to bring it. Um. That's just who he is. Every time, you know, it doesn't matter. He's gonna, he's in your face, mm-hmm. throwing them little awkward punches. Right? Mm-hmm. They're powerful. They don't look powerful. They're fucking powerful. And he's all, he's just an all action type of fighter. And I always want. It's always bangers whenever he fights. So I'm always tuning in. I love. I hope the UFC keeps him around. I think they will for sure. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. Um, talk about the immortal though. Mm. Matt Brown he's still looking, bro. He's what 41 years old. 41. He's getting dog. in these crazy fights, still looking good. Like damn. He's not looking bad. Like he, it really is he not looking young. like he's, he's, looking, he's yeah. looking like a young man. Like he's there, slowed bro. down at all. Like what? It's crazy. Uh, he's a warrior, man. Even <clears throat> he took some damage, and he just like he just kept coming, and the dude just stayed strong, man. He just kept that. His he was relentless. Those trips that he was doing. Yeah, I was too, gonna say he's mixing it up too, getting big takedowns. Nice. Yeah. Yo, Matt Brown still got it, bro. And not to mention his. Remember that knockout he got? How many fights ago? Too Two like a couple months ago? ago. Yeah, like he was that like KO of the night or something. He put him out cold. Yeah. Damn, like, bro. He's still doing it. I think he still fights, right? I mean, he's going to keep going. 41 is crazy. I it know, is. I know, but, but 41 is crazy, bro. He also was going against a Brian Barberina, who's a veteran and older guy as well. His his story is insane, though. Yeah. This I was his. Know, I didn't know how. I didn't know how. How. He was 11 and 10, bro. Was he really? This man was 11 and 10. I didn't know that. In the UFC. On, on a three fight losing streak on the verge of getting cut. Damn. And then now he holds the records for most most finishes in the UFC or something like that, or most KOs. Yeah, or yeah, I think so. Still doing it, and that was back when the Ultimate Fighter was going. <laughs> and now look, you could see his career, his career just fucking all over. It just went no, it just turned up, it turned around completely, mm. and just went in the other Maybe. direction. You know, so shout out to him, shout out to him for that. Um, that's amazing, that's incredible, that's that's inspiring as hell. But forty one is crazy. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's that's really that's very what is crazy in MMA especially. Yeah, uh, but that was also was a little upsetting seeing his his hometown crowd in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got he didn't get the win, but everyone's booing Bar- Brian Barberina as well. Boo man, yo, Columbus crowd was weak. Yeah, I mean, Columbus crowd was weak, bro. <laughs> I, I for a know. sold out crowd, yeah, for a sold out crowd. I I thought it was gonna be crazy. Like it was kind of weak. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Mm. But regardless, this is still a banger. It was. It Who's was. the oldest UFC fighter? The oldest UFC fighter yeah. is it? Yo, real, was it Yo Romero? It had to be. It had to have been. How old is Yo Romero? Like a hundred? Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, they, I, they say that they don't even know his real age. But I think he's like forty-five or something. Oh, it was Randy Couture at forty-seven years old? Oh yeah. Damn. Damn. Right. What? <laughs> but that was different times, though. True. That was different times. If you could still go, keep forty-seven going. right now. You're not fighting in the UFC. He was a former Olympian. That was in 2011. Oh, on the active roster. Let's see. Bro, I'm 31 and like, <laughs> things hurt. <laughs> he feels it. <laughs> things hurt sometimes, bro. I'm like, yeah. I, I can only imagine. There's no way. 40? 41? That's, yeah, that's absurd. You make 40 the cutoff point. For real. I don't even, uh, it's up to you. If you're having good performances, if you feel good, they say age is just a number, right? But I believe that. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, bro. That's how things, your body reacts? Yeah, things it. things change. Things change, oh. right? Um, 
You see the video actually after Brian Barberino with him and his family? No, I didn't. Is that him hugging his kids? Just you know, super wholesome. Yeah, exactly. Just a nice, nice He's a family man. Yeah, you were saying when you fought him, his kids came up to you and were like talking to him. Yeah, stuff. I was like talking to his daughters and like <laughs> giving them high fives and just cooling with them. I'm like, that's so weird. This was the weird. It was the weirdest experience ever. I'm like, we was just in the lobby and like he was just he was like, what's up? What's up, man? Like, and we just cool. Like, which is cool. That's normal. You know what I mean? And also, I was you know a little younger and newer to the UFC mm. too. So, but. It was I've never experienced that. His kids were like just hanging out. We all were just hanging out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like laughing, playing around with his daughter. And shit. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna break your daddy's jaw tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, that's that's, Yo, that's so wild. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't bring my kids to an event like that with me. <laughs> I, I yeah, I feel like I couldn't. Yeah, that's that too crazy. Yeah, that'd be wild. Excessive said a likely story. I bet Randy beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Next up. Next up, we got uh, Joanne Woods versus Alexa Grasso. Alexa Grasso. She looked good. Yes. She looked good. She's been looking scramble. good. Yep. There's a little scramble. You know, she hopped on the back and got, got the rear naked. Exactly. Sunk it in there pretty easy. Uh, but she, Alexa Grasso has been doing very well in the, in the UFC. What's, what's, what kind of run is she on right now? Let me check. For 14-3 record, okay. as of now, um... She is on a three-five win streak. Her only loss was to Carlos Barza in 2019, Tatiana Suarez, and Felicia Felice Herrig. But other than that, she's five and three in the UFC so far on a three-five win streak. Oh, um, okay. so she's moving moving her way up. Going to take the number seven spot, I believe. Yeah, Joanne Wood. Nice. Um, a lot of people like Alexa Grasso. Yeah, she's just because cool. they're fiends for her. You ever see the video of someone asking to see her feet on Instagram Live? Nah. And she showed them because she didn't like understand why someone was asking. Where's she from? Mexico. Oh. But I mean, I don't think that had. She just. I just think she didn't realize. That's so she, she's, she's like, like showed. Oh, cool. <laughs> it was probably so weird. And there's some some little incel just Fiend, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real. Got that one all quick. Seriously. Quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yo, what is good with these people, man? <laughs> very strange, very, very strange people. Uh, next up, man, we got Curtis Blades <laughs> versus Chris Dawkins. Um, Curtis Blades, man. Curtis I'm gonna Blades. say, yeah, I'm gonna say, definitely did not expect him to knock out Chris Dawkins. Huh? You you did? I thought he was just gonna wrestle him to. I thought ob- he into oblivion. Too. But Curtis Blades doesn't mind stand up. He doesn't mind it. You mm. know what I mean? I mean, he's been finished a couple times, and people like to talk about his glass jaw and shit like that. But I think he doesn't mind stand, standing up. And I see he, his chin held up. He took some shots from from Chris Dawkins, but he also said that Chris Dawkins, he believes Chris Dawkins needs to go down to uh, light heavyweight. Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying that as well. He said that he just didn't feel like a heavyweight to him. Mm, damn. You know, he no, he said no shade. Yeah, he said no shade. You know, but he says that no disrespect. But he feels like, you know, for him to have success, maybe he should go down. That's and not because you're big. I mean, look at his body. He could definitely lose some weight. He's got some, like, what's it called? Loose skin, I guess. What is it? Like, just some fat. Yeah, some belly some fat. fat. Yeah, which he could definitely cut down. I mean, what is he? I think he walks in or comes into the octagon at 234, 235. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's 30 pounds he can lose? Definitely. Right? I feel like that's not definitely. hard. Looking yeah, at looking at water him. weight easily. And he's fast. He moves like a light heavyweight. Exactly. He's fast. Um, 
Curtis Blades just had that power, man. Hit him with that heavyweight power right on the chin and, and put him away. Um, I expected Blades to wrestle. I did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, he, he, looked, uh, he looked good. And then he called out um, Stipe. Stipe. And <laughs> did you see the video? They showed the side-by-side of Curtis Blades like doing the call out. Like Basically, he's like, I respect you. You're one of the best fighters in the heavyweight division. And Stipe. <laughs> Steve Bay's literally just walking around taking pictures with fans, just like, you know, like that, just walking around, not paying no. attention at all to Curtis Blades. Damn. <laughs> I know, I was like, that's kind of shitty, but it was funny. I feel like Steve Bay doesn't get the respect. He's never has. And he doesn't get the, he doesn't get the, uh, the recognition as a champion. Mm. Why is that? It's, I don't know, it's weird. I feel like it's, I feel like Dana might have, not like Dana has something to do with, not like he, personally is like oh fuck this guy but like i feel like remember how they had a, him and dana kind of had like a falling not a falling out but like contract negotiations and like like a back and forth about that kind of stuff i feel like that didn't help him because obviously if you're on dana's bad side then that's not yeah. good um kind of like what's going off in ganu and dana now but the fans are actually behind in ganu now i would say more than stipe i don't know man i think i think it's just his personality bro what do you think he's just like a boring guy i think He's like a I don't know. He's to me, Steve he's just too generic. Like he don't he doesn't act like like a champ. Like like no disrespect. Right, at all. okay. I see what I you're see saying. him as a champion, you know what I'm saying? Like I one of the greatest. As a fighter, but you gotta understand that I'm not his audience. People with my mindset and your mindset is not not the audience. You know what mm. I'm saying? You gotta cater to quote unquote casuals from time to time. Right. Right? If someone outside, like just someone that's not interested in the sport, they see Stipe as like give a fuck about this guy right right think about it mm-hmm. right no matter what he does when he speaks and shit like that nobody cares right uh, as a casual you see Ngannou decapitate a motherfucker <laughs> right even though he doesn't re- he's uh from another country and everything you're st- it's still captivating something about him is captivating mm. when you see a guy like adesanya super captivating people are going gradu- gra- uh, gra- to gravitate towards a guy like that you know what i'm saying the other champions are more um interesting to say the least just being you got to be interesting mm. You know what I'm saying? And I think the same thing, he he got the same thing going on as like Leon Edwards, I think. Mm, okay. Just in a different way. Right. Just without the English accent. Yeah. Like, I just feel like people just not, just, just not going to fuck with that. You, you like, know, yeah, I'm a fireman from, from yeah. fucking Ohio. That's what I was going to say yeah, though. Yeah. But you're more than that motherfucker. It, like, like carry yourself like you're a fucking champ, dog. Mm. Like move like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude's still working as a fireman. It's like, yo, like dressing mad weird and shit. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like you. You're the man, bro. Like you are. Yeah, move, move like the man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, talk that shit, yeah, man. walk, walk, walk like it, talk like it. You know what I'm saying? Dress like it. It's kind of weird. People aren't really gonna fuck with that. Mm. And I think that's why the UFC doesn't want to waste the money backing him. I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That makes sense. Uh, also, he's up there in age. He's like 37, isn't he? He's kind of old now. That, that that also ain't gonna help. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's also that girl. Let me see how old he actually is. I think he is like thirty-seven. But and Liam says, uh, "Oh, he's thirty-nine. Born as fuck though. Thirty-nine. But uh, Usman's born, but but I feel like he's more he's more interesting though. And the the fights he's fighting consistently. You know what I'm saying? He's fighting. If if imagine if if Stipe was champion, and fought consistently. Mm. You're still champion, fought consistently, right? Mm-hmm. That would make up for it, right? And I think that even though Usman, people say Usman is born, um. I don't think Usman is that boring. I just think that he's not controversial. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think that he just, but again, he moves like the champ. You know what I'm saying? He dresses like the champ. 
walks around like the champ, talks like the he champ. He does. He's the you best. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm you the can best. say I'm born, whatever, but you know what time it is, right? Exactly. That's how he walks with that that air of confidence. Mm. You know, and and I feel like with Stipe is just like Stipe is just like, hey, I'm here, bro. I I kind of agree like with a, you, like yeah. a bro, like with a beer. Or yeah, something, he does. Just like he's drinking beer. It, yeah, it's like, yo, bro, like, nah, you the you the you the best. You're the best, bro. Yeah, like when you walk in, motherfuckers got to know, like, yo, turn their head. Yeah, not when you walk in, it's like, oh yeah, hey guys, he's a fireman, bro. Stop, stop. I get it. You love your job, but stop fighting. Like you're for blue collar. Americans and shit like that. Yes, respect to all of them, right? Mm. But dog, that's your past life. Mm. It's true. Nah, I I didn't really look at it like that, but now yeah, it makes complete sense. Honestly, it really does. Excessive says racist. <laughs> you know he's stop a, hating you know, on the blue collar American. You know, steep, you know, uh, excessive loves Stepe and Kobe and all. No, says I'm racist. Speaking yeah. of being racist, you know, I got called out for being a race baiting. Quote unquote, I was a race baiting bitch. Yep, I just saw that. Yeah, by a man with a neck beard. Yeah, that dude is going off, huh? Wow, then somebody put it in Discord. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah, if you yeah, if you want to see the video, look in I Discord. Do? Uh, I didn't do nothing to this man. <laughs> but it uh, it's because you tweeted something about the whole Leon Edwards incident or the whole Jorge Masvidal Kobe. Race. I was just calling out people's inconsistencies to hold their favorite people accountable. Nothing to do with being racist. Nothing with about. Of course, the comment, the my comment section naturally is Twitter turned into a fucking a race war, a race war, <laughs> or a cesspool race war, right? But that's that's mixed martial arts culture. Hello, that's Twitter culture, right? Let's act. Let's not like act blind to that type of shit. That's just what it is. So, I I just said, listen, why why the fit? Why the the selective outrage? Mm. I said nothing about race. This man said I'm a race baiter and I'm a bitch and I'm all and wait, he said Jamaican, of course. He's like, oh, of course you're Jamaican. <laughs> what the fuck that gotta do with anything? Like you showing you you know, hit dogs not holler, bro. You showing your true colors. You know what Yo, I'm saying? Yeah, for real, yeah. You showing your true colors. And I'm reading the comments and it's all everyone's he's like, Kobe's the victim here. <laughs> Kobe's the victim. And he's like fucking dying on a fucking hill for Kobe, bro. Mm. You're just a fan yeah, of a, a guy a big in fan. particular. You're a big fan. Just and you just you was riding with your guy. Just say that, bro. You don't gotta come for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just say that's your guy, bro. Like you know, that's, I'm saying that's rough. You can't be surprised, homie. Yo, if you know the story, Gru. So there's Keenan doesn't really follow mixed martial arts too much, right? Not too heavy. But there's a guy named Kobe Covington, and he's very controversial. He's very um, how how do you say? To some, he's captivating. To some, I'll say I'll say he's 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 polarizing at yes. best for yes. me, right? And the dude, he talks a lot of crazy shit, bro. A lot of spicy shit. Like, I'm talking like, like he'll talk about your family. He'll talk about your children. He'll talk about your country. He called. He once called a country a he called uh, Brazil a dump, a dump, like and a, all yeah. a bunch of filthy and, animals. And, and what is he? Like black? No, it doesn't He's matter. White. Oh, oh matter, sorry. Right? It doesn't matter what he is, right? It doesn't matter because it's yeah, not right. about the race. All right, you're right. <laughs> we ain't talking about that. You're gonna go down that road. Like, Hold on, what is this dude? But you know what he is. Come on, man. I see that type of shit. All right, come on. Right, you're gonna go down that road. Right. <laughs> says racist. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes. Uh, he he said enough. Um, he 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 talks a lot of shit, but it's for he was once for on his behalf for his you know. Let me tell you. All right, so he's always, he's once about to get cut. This is his story, his side, right? He's once about to get cut from the UFC. 
It wasn't exciting enough. And we know drama sells in everything, right? Being polarizing is going to get you attention. So that's got him the attention. He's talked so much shit, and they, they no longer was going to cut him. He cut a sick promo, getting the big fights now, people paying attention. He's, he says he's Donald Trump's favorite fighter. He, he wears the uh, Make America Great hat again. That's his, like, his thing, his little look. And he like you know hangs out with Donald Trump and all that stuff, which is cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the stance that he takes is, is a little interesting, right? He's all his, he knows his audience, the first responders. He shout outs the police every time he wins, that type stuff, you know, which is nothing wrong with that. It's American as you gonna get, right? That's right. Now he says some wild shit, and sometimes fighters approach him. One time, a heavyweight approached him, and the, his name is Verdum. And when Verdum approached him, he hit him in the top of the head with a boomerang. <laughs> right? And he pressed charges. <laughs> All right, so you see what's going on? <laughs> he pressed charges, right? Might he be talking spicy? Yeah. Yeah, some other shit. I, what was the next thing? And he pressed charges with someone else again. Something else happened. I, I think this is the only, the Masvidal thing. This is not, all right. So <clears throat> now Masvidal, he said a whole bunch of shit. He beat Masvidal. He beat him up, right? Beat him up bad. Masvidal couldn't do shit. But he called Masvidal a deadbeat dad. You know, they used to be friends and shit like that. Wow. Called him a deadbeat dad. You know, says like he didn't pay his child support and take care of his kids. He's trash, da 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 da. He said, anywhere I see you, I could give you five more rounds in a parking lot. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, da 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 da. Whole bunch of crazy shit. Talking spicy. Beat the shit out of Masvidal, by the way, right? I just just wrestled the shit out of him. Couldn't do nothing. Just wrestle. Masvidal's a striker. He's upset. Like, damn. But it's over now, right? You lost. After all, beyond all the shit. But Masvidal said, listen, it don't matter. Win, lose, or draw. When I see you, it's on sight. But they both said that, though, right? They both said, when I see you in the street, it is what it is. But the amount of shit that you're talking now, it got to another level, right? It's like, it's street shit now. He didn't stop too. He would like post Instagram things every day. He was talking day. crazy. Yeah, after, like, even after he beat him up, he started still talking. Masvidal, a professional fighter, in no way do I condone this, right? A pro athlete? Nah, dog, just chill. You, you, it is what it is, right? If you want to get him, you got to do it better than that. But hey, he pulls up on him at a restaurant. He has a mask on and a hoodie on, and he hit him with a two piece. <laughs> he sucker punched him. Yeah. Quote unquote sucker punched him. He ran down on him and said before he hit him, he ran on the police statement. He said before he ran down, he said, You shouldn't have been talking about my kids. Pop, pop. Got the fuck on out of there. Right? Chipped his tooth, all that. Broke his watch. Broke his watch. You know, 15, his watch was worth like 90K, did 15K worth of damage or something like that. Now, in no way am I condoning that, right? But listen to me, man. We've moved so far into a world now where online trolls, incels, and like the nerds and virgins people that he fucking caters to, they all live in this world of like, yeah, you know, you can't do that or I'll call the police on you. But I also say whatever the fuck I want to say and like, hey, you got to take it. You lost, man. You can say whatever I want to say here. I beat you in the argument. But now it's but it's street shit now. Imagine thinking street shit is fair. If I'm a, if I, I still feel some type of way, right? I'm not condoning it. I don't say what he did was right. But you got to expect that. It's to be if you're talking crazy like that, you got to expect that. Mm. You can't be talking super crazy and then just, and talking about when I see you, what I'm going to do. Nah, he saw you first. That's a, that's a threat, pretty much. He saw mm. you first, bro. He now you, you got to be prepared for that. You can't call the cops. True. That's all I'm saying. You can't. No. 
But people that troll a lot online expect they don't understand real life consequences for certain right. shit. And I'm not saying that's good. We do live in a, we do have laws and we do have uh, rules. Mm-hmm. But in life, it's shit, that's not how shit always. Life isn't fair, bro. That's and, not how it always and works. Everybody's not gonna follow them. Nobody's laws. everybody. Nobody's just always gonna follow those those fucking rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. That 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 society sets. <laughs> yes, you gotta understand. If someone's talking shit to you, me and someone's in the street, right? And someone, someone is saying a whole, like someone pushes me or some shit, right? This had nothing to do with that, but I'm just saying, someone pushes me or something like that, right? All they did was shove me, and I just fucking, if I just cock back and just bang and just blast his fucking head off, and I go down, I just ground and pound the shit out of him, right? Yeah. Brain damage, all type of crazy shit, right? <laughs> hey, buddy, hit me first. <laughs> no, like I'm fucking wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I would be in the wrong, right? So, yeah. but now if, if, it's, that's what I mean. Like, when 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 someone does something, it's never really like, it's never fair. It's never really an even thing. You know what I mean? Right. So we try to find, we try to make these rules. I feel where it's like in this cookie cutter rules that everything's black or white. It's not. Yeah. There's gray areas. You know what I mean? And I'm not condoning what what he did, but I'm saying you got to be prepared for. I push that man. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. Why am I putting my hand on him? You see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. My rant's over. I'm just saying, like, you know, you got to be prepared for shit like that. So the problem that this guy had with me, right? The problem that this guy had with me was um, the MMA guru. The MMA guru was that that my uh, my thing was the tweet that I tweeted was why why all the selective outrage? Because you know, Masvidal also quote unquote sucker punched, um, what's his name, Leon Leon Edwards. Edwards, and when he sucker punched him, he um. People were defending that because they, they celebrated him for that. Three piece in a soda. Three piece in a soda. Leon happens to be a black guy, right? Mm. They're saying, he's saying that I'm race baiting because, you know, but it's yeah. the same shit. It's yeah. literally the same shit. He's like, oh, the difference is Leon's talk shit. And then he had his hands up when he walked up on. So oh, this dude ain't talk shit. <laughs> we got to be even. We got to be fair, right? This time he was prepared for it. Yeah. We, <laughs> y'all wanna, if y'all want to be outraged, y'all got to be outraged across the board, right? That's true. That's all I'm saying. Kamora also brings up a, a situation. He said, what about the the guy from C- City Kickboxing who died from a situation like this? Got punched in the back of the head, hit the curb, and died. Huh? He wasn't prepared. What happened? What what happened in that Oh, no, situation? I think he got jumped. He got jumped. That's different. That's Getting right. jumped is different. Or he was like Hope trying he didn't to- get jumped. No. They just keep mentioning that he pulled up with his boys. Yeah, he pulled up with his boys. <laughs> put up with it, but they didn't jump you. One person put their hands on you. Mm. You know. And Mouty Mouth said, "Randy, would you ever run up on your opponent in the streets if he was talking mad crazy, like about family, personal problems, or this or that?" Uh, it all depends. I can't tell you what I would or wouldn't do. <laughs> I can't tell you what I would or wouldn't do. But you know, people talk shit. That's this is the game now. People always are gonna talk shit. You gotta you gotta be prepared for that. Mm. I know me personally, I would never cross the line and, and go to certain places and talk yeah. certain kind of shit. But I also, I come from a different environment, so I know not to cross certain lines that I wouldn't play. Right. Kobe just, he's just oblivious to that kind of shit. He's just like, like most guys on the internet that are defending him, you just got to know not to do certain things, man. You mm-hmm. just got to know how to move. Like, you just can't do certain stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas some guys like, hey, I can, I can say whatever the fuck I want. It's freedom of speech. That's what they like to go to. Right. It's freedom of speech. And like, nah, it doesn't work that way bro, mm-hmm. in the real world. 
Real quick, sorry, I had to get on the mic real quick for this one. Um, if I may, when it comes down to it, what I see this being as it's being discussed online and da da da, people feeling so either one way or another about it, what it seems to me is this is just like a cultural difference. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I can see that as well. Kobe and the people that are into him and that he represents and they feel represented by him culturally don't understand the severity of talking shit or like how serious it is to some people yeah. like Jorge. Yeah, because you always have the police behind you. You always have like, you always feel like, well, I could play this game and I can, that's like, you know, like people like to be passive aggressive because you know, you ever see oh, me the passive aggressive person that'll like kind of, our camera went out real quick, but you know, a person that's passive aggressive and like, they like kind of just, they never really truly, they don't like confrontation. They don't like really dealing with an issue, but they'd rather be passive aggressive about it. Yeah, be an asshole. Being like, like, but because they, they want to be but politically, they, they only do line. that to be politically correct. So they'll argue with you and create like this. And But it will be like, it'll always be in this, this, in this box. It'll always be in this box of like, it'll never just be blunt. It'll never, because no, no one really wants to say what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's so weird. It's so weird. It's just, and I think that's just, that's just how the times are, man. It's so weird. Nobody, everyone's afraid of really truly being offend, offensive and like. But like, here's the thing though. Like, yeah, that, but when without I, being like, people want to be passive. What's going to be offensive is being more passive aggressive than just saying how you feel. What I noticed is Kobe fans and Kobe people will always find an excuse why Kobe won. Like period in anything, you know, like why Kobe's the, the, the victim and why Kobe is in the right, you know, like they are always going to find that. And the thing is, but like, he, he was a victim. He was a victim of an assault. Yeah. I'll give them that. I'm not, no, and I'm not sitting here condoning, um, Masvidal. what he did to, when he did to, uh, Leon, that was bullshit. That was bullshit. Leon did not put his hands The same up. shit. Yeah. Leon's was walking, walking right? towards him, walking. He didn't, he was walking past him. Masvidal cut from the fucking interview. Walked up to him, hands walked, behind, was hand, and then snuffed him when his hands was down. Right? It was three piece in a fucking soda. Oh yeah, right? they we ate celebrated that, up. that. It was they lit. Everybody like, up. oh, that shit was funny as hell. He walked down on him and ah, oh, it was. Eh. Keep that same energy. It was the same shit. Literally, same thing. Y'all created this monster. So what are we talking about? No, that's the irony and that's the hypocrisy of it. But that's what I'm trying to say is that like accountability must be held on both parts. We hold Masvidal. I'm not a Masvidal fan. Me neither. At all. At all. Tell That's you why that. I'm holding him accountable. But holding the problem is when you're, I'm, when fans, when I someone's finish? a fan of somebody, I'm sorry, but let me just get this out. When someone's a fan of somebody, they can't see the difference. They can't. And that's the problem with people. They see when they're they a fan of someone, they fucking lock in and that person could do no a wrong. Sheep. It's so weird, bro. Like, no, sheep. I'm going to hold this motherfucker accountable. I'm not a fan of either. Right. Right. But I'm holding both of them accountable. Listen, and there's people I'm fans of that but when they do some shit, I hold them accountable. Absolutely. Why? Because I like them enough to be like, hey, you fucking up. You could be better than this. It's true. That's the difference. People just want to make excuses instead of holding people accountable. Yeah, okay, Kobe was the victim of the situation, but did he call it upon himself? Mm. Yes. Yeah, if you're going to talk like that, you got to be ready. And, and the fact of the matter is he wasn't prepared. You can't talk like that and not be prepared out in Miami where you know this man lives as nah, well. He's the king of Miami. <laughs> Okay, well, mm, all right, whatever. But either way, still doesn't matter. He should have had security. You can't talk like that and not like six nine. Everyone remember six nine? Six nine talked mad shit. You but would did, never see him without his security. Never. I've because seen him come to better. the store. Never ha didn't have his security. 
Always, but why? Because he knew what he's the from. Fuck, the lifestyle. He knew he's not from the lifestyle, by the way. <laughs> well, he's but, not. He's but not. Anyway, but, but he, he's from New York. But he he knew better, and the people around him advised him. You gonna yeah. be talking like this? You must have security at all time because you know if someone catch you by yourself, you can chat. It's problems. Same thing. Kobe too comfortable because he doesn't understand that. But that's what I'm saying. Kobe culturally, he's not from it at all. At least six nine had the wherewithal or the people with the wherewithal to have that. Kobe is not from that. The people who are fighting it's on his behalf internet. are not from that. They don't understand that. If you are going to speak, like, play stupid games, win, win stupid, stupid prizes. prizes. Kobe played a stupid game, and he won his tooth falling out. It is what it is. Like, if you don't want to hold him accountable, it sounds more about, it says more about you than it does about him because he's been a dumbass. Boom, blum. Wow. Hey. 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 I was very passionate about this. Yeah, subject. they really were. This is a passion. Nah, it's because dude subject. came for me, bro. Dude said I was a race bait and then like True, I, a bit. nothing and a bitch. to do with race, race, bro. Come on, it like we know when I'm ready to talk about race, y'all know I will. I'm not shy, but this that had nothing to do about race, bro. That's just holding motherfuckers accountable. Mm. Also, did we tell you Maswell he got arrested? Yeah, he got locked up. He got locked up. But he, he was prepared for that. He's yeah. another idiot. So he go online and it was like, oh, this is to show your face chat. He told on himself. I'm like, bro, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> he posted on his screen. How the hell are you going to sleep somebody and then go tell on yourself on the internet? Oh bro, you know God. better, bro. You're 37. You know That's so funny. Especially being a professional athlete. As a pro know. athlete, you don't carry yourself Some like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, me personally, am I going to run down on him? Probably not, right? But if I do... Ain't nobody gonna know. He's gonna be like, damn, y'all heard about Kobe? Word. <laughs> what a shame. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Right? That's how you do shit, right? But the dude just, I don't know. He's probably trying to set up another fight. Yeah, you know, he's trying to do something. What, like I don't this. know what the fuck that was. That was all, weird. All publicity, man. You know? Everything. But it's awkward and, and the whole situation is just a shit show. Yeah, it really is. But uh, I mean, it happened, obviously. And we're gonna be talking about it probably for a while. Yeah, but, and people are like, oh, now he's gonna go to jail and now he's, bro. Now he's gonna be fine. It's it's all gonna get down. It's well felony that they like to put the charges or felony uh what what is the charge felony um battery and felony shit like assault that. and assault and like dog all that shit's gonna be mis mis mini mis mini yeah I can't <laughs> fucking speak misdemeanors and yeah. just whatever yeah. and then it's a wrap. I'll speak right now. That was the first thing on the news. Jorge Maswell has been charged with felony assault after altercation Monday night with Kobe Covington outside a steakhouse. That's Man. exactly what happened. Um, but felony assault. I think his bail was what, like ten thousand dollars or something like that, or like five thousand or something, like fifteen thousand. And then you like, only need ten percent of whatever your bail is. You only need ten yeah, percent, and he's fine. Yeah, exactly. Then, you know he could afford that, and he's gone. It's like, what if it was the other way around? What if he was out eating and Kobe runs up on him? Because remember, it was it was set Kobe, on both Kobe, sides. Kobe's not like that. Kobe will say that, but that's the thing with Kobe's not like that. Okay. He's not. He will say it because he. It's all entertainment for him. You know, he's not yeah. taking any of it personal. Whereas someone else might take it. He'll cross lines and say what the fuck ever. You know, so Kobe will see him and they'll probably start yelling across the table, insult and argue. But that's like Call of Duty Modern Warfare. (laughs) Chat lobby. Chat lobby type shit. Like that's what, but not everybody's playing like that, Like that would happen. But I'm just saying like, as far as if he was just out eating, he's probably just worrying about, yo, this guy might see me. So that's already on his mind. Even though we know like, all right, he's not going to do that. But it could still be on his mind because they did say he's on site. He ain't going to be by himself. I tell you that. Right. Ain't going to be by himself. But he still got to be on point. Like, all right, this could, you know what I'm saying? Just in case. Just because he said it. Just off of words. Bro, if I got beef with somebody, you know it, right? If I got beef with somebody, bro, and I know I'm in their area, I'm just not going to. First of all, I'm not going to be in their area. Yeah. Just hanging out by myself. (laughs) 
yeah. that's just how it works. That's asking just, for just, trouble. Listen, I'm I'm a fighter, bro. I'm a mixed martial artist. I am not a street guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a street guy. Let's just put that <laughs> out there right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You know what I mean? Back in the day, different, right? But I'm still. I don't claim to be. What I don't claim none of that shit, right? It is what it is. We have our circumstances, how we grow up. It is what it is. But I don't claim none of that shit. I'm a fighter. But if I have beef, I've had beef in the past. I just have the wherewithal because I'm not stupid to know that, yo, I'm not going to just be by myself caught lacking in somebody's area. That's just stupid. Mm. It's just common sense that everybody should know, especially if I'm if it's right now and I'm talking crazy. I don't care if it's on a professional, quote unquote, entertainment level. It doesn't matter, bro. Like the dude, the dude said, when I see you, he said it. It doesn't matter. You got to take that serious. When he said, when I see you. Just know it's on site. Mm. And you said the same thing. Just I don't know why you said it, but you you said it, right? So you know what that means, right? He's taking that threat serious. So you gotta you guys gotta understand that. You just gotta understand that it's a real world out there. Mm -hmm. Everything else powers down and you step outside. Everything's different. It's different. Everyone's calling the dude a sucker and he's a punk and it's bro. There are no rules when it go out there. When you when you take it outside, there's no rules at that point. You know, in the octagon, there's nothing. There's, out there's there. a ton of rules in the octagons. It's like, yo, when out there, there's no rules. You bro. have a referee. You have all of that. And you know you can't beat them. Of course, <laughs> you know you can't beat them. What are you gonna do? Exactly what he did. He snuck him in dead. Oh yeah, snuck him. <laughs> and then that guy still called the police anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, speaking of uh, MMA fighters being arrested, did you see Conor McGregor was arrested in Ireland on road traffic violations? Yeah, and had his that. Bentley uh, towed, I think, or taken away. Yeah. Connor yeah. said, "Damn, y'all taking up all the news." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hold my Irish whiskey, <laughs> yo, for real, for real. He was, he was not letting that happen. I saw so many memes of that. Oh uh, man, he's like, "Yo, y'all taking up all the headlines, bro." I'm not in the headlines for tweeting. Watch this. Watch <laughs> <laughs> doing hilarious. his walk. Oh man, Connor said, "Watch this shit." <laughs> no surprise though. Yeah, that was weird, but. I mean, I think he's fine. He's going to get yeah, his car. Fine. He's, he's like, fine. No, no, she's going on with that. Um, some more news. Louis Smoka versus Davey Grant scheduled for May 14th. That's a good one. Anytime Davey Grant's fighting. Or Louis Smoka. Isn't Louis? He's a Hawaiian, right? He's yep. from Hawaii? Yep. Yeah, any day, any fight that David Grant is in, honestly, is crazy. Both those guys are bad. That's bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's that's exactly. That's the week after weekend after your fight. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. And last news, Sean Strickland will fight Alex Pereira at UFC 277 on July 30th. Mm. Mm. That is... Okay. They're, they're, they're really pushing for Alex Pereira. They are. They are. They want that Izzy. You know how much money they're making off that. Does he get past Sean Strickland? I feel like Sean Strickland just... I don't know. I don't know. You Sean Strickland, I think we're about to see Sean Strickland do some wrestling. That's what I'm saying. I think he would. He has this, to. He's not to standing. Side of his game. He's not standing with. <laughs> he's not standing with Pereira. There's no way. We want to see the other side of his game. I think. I don't know, but he's he is crazy enough to try it. I think he. I think he may get slept if he does. That's what I'm thinking too. Dude got the reach on him. That lean out the way shit ain't gonna work. And his elbow blocking. Yeah, but yo, I don't know, man. I've I've been. Counting that dude out for so long, I never pick him, and then he always seems to just fucking win somehow. He does everything wrong, and chin way up in the air, 
leaning back, just standing, knees locked the fuck out, <laughs> just walking at you, talking <laughs> mad shit, just throwing arm punches at you, just straight arm punches and jabbing and shit, yeah, and still real. just picking shots off and touching people up and winning. So I don't know, bro. Uh, he he makes it happen. He wins. He's a winning motherfucker, which is wild. Um, Leanne LMV said he has a wrestling background and good jujitsu. Talking about uh, Strickland, yeah. And but he and he also said Bisping talks a lot. What a beast Strickland is on the ground. Yeah, those uh, I've heard he has like some crazy exchange, like wrestling exchanges. And Damn, really? Like good scramble ability. Really? From what I hear. Wow. I heard he's very good. So he doesn't really show that side though. No, but I think we'll see that side. against Alex Pereira. Then we'll definitely see that. Oh, the camera went out again. And the question, so. And the question, I can't be right back out. The question still remains, though, that everybody wants to know. I know everybody wants to wants to know this. Does he get past um, Adesanya? I don't think he. I don't think he gets to Adesanya. But yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know if he does either, dude. He's got some miles on him. He's also like thirty five. He's yeah. not that young. And we saw his last fight, and I I, I can't with, stress this enough with Bruno Silva. Yep. What makes the transition from the glory kickboxing? Uh, style, oh shit. Um, work. And what makes that transition work is the fact that. Hold on now, is the fact that you have people have good footwork. So only the guys with good footwork. No, I got, I got it. No worries. Typically, the guys with foot, good footwork are the guys that that excel in mixed martial arts mm-hmm. when they make the transition. The guys who really, who really bank on covering up. And uh, that Dutch style, they usually don't do too well, mm-hmm. you know. They, and I feel like he's not really a footwork type of guy, mm-hmm. elusive kind of guy like Adesanya and Giga, right? You know, so, and then it showed in his last fight. Yeah, because he was still getting he was getting hit with uh, bombs from Bruno. I mean, he's got a chin on him. Yeah. Obviously, he was able to take those shots because a lot of people aren't taking that from Bruno Silva. But but you're yeah, you're definitely right. We saw him get hit a lot more than what we saw in his first fight. Obviously, yeah. Um, uh, but against Sean Strickland, I don't know if that. Is gonna that is able to do any damage to him? I feel like Sean Strickland's not a hard puncher. Yeah, he's more of like a volume guy, you know. True, true. So that's why Sean Strickland takes it to the ground. There's no, I feel like there's no doubt about it, right? Especially with now with the information that we know, he's good on the ground. Got good yeah. wrestling and jujitsu. Yeah, maybe yo, who knows? Though? <coughs> who knows what the fuck is going on in Sean Strickland's head, bro? <laughs> true, I don't know what the fuck he's planning. He might just go out there and just scream at him the whole time for and, real and jab him the fuck up and just be like, yo, who who really does know? I'm here to strike. Who, that shit, how uh, Alex Pereira comes out, though, is like walk out to yeah. that song, whatever it is, like, and he's just like stomping with the, the at, arrow. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That shit's <laughs> insane. That is really crazy. Yo, real quick, exclamation point YouTube for y'all to go see. If you haven't seen uh, the latest YouTube drop that we put out, um, it's a quick clip of me training. So if y'all want to go see some training inside inside of the camp, some sparring rounds, go check that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was actually a very good video. It was well edited too. It was only one day. Yeah, that was just one day of work. That that yeah, that was a good video. Yeah, shout out to So. We got so much footage, bro, for this camp already. That's that sick, we just didn't actually. Edit nothing and put nothing out, but she we decided to just put that quick clip out. She did a good job. Yeah, she did a very good job, honestly. That, that was awesome. So definitely go check it out. Yeah, and it's and a quick video. That video is what, like five minutes? Yeah, it was five. It was very easy. It was very yeah. easy to watch. And yeah, definitely comment and like on it or else we will never do a show again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but that's all the news we got. That's really it. <clears throat> that's the entire card broken down. GG's. But Mouty Mout says, one more thing. 
You know our MMA bro over here, Mouty Mouth. Mouty Mouth. The the fat guy. Jan Blachowicz. Fat guy. He said the fact. Fact. F A C T. Not fat. Mouty Mouth. Don't guy. worry. <laughs> he says one more thing. Jan Blachowicz versus Alexander Rakic. What would have been the original main event last night has been rebooked for the main event on on May fourteenth, week after Randy's fight. Boom. Mm. I like that. Uh, who do we see? Jan Blachowicz or Rakic? That's a tough fight. Rakic is a good fighter. Honestly, he's a very good fighter. He is. I feel like I could see Future him taking champ. that. You said what? Future champ. Yeah, I could. I could see him beating Jan Blachowicz and and just moving on. And then going to fight for the title. Possibly. I mean, where does you where does Yuri fit all into this? Not Yuri. Um, what the fuck is his name? Jerry. Where does Jerry fit into all this? He's fighting. Well, he's fighting Glover to share next. Say he wins, he's the champ. Alexander Rockick versus Jerry. I think we spoke about it. We th- we said that we think. That Jerry is, is Jerry's toughest problem. It is. Yeah. I think Alexander that's the hardest fight out of yeah, all of them. For real. Yeah, I think Jerry's going to be a dominant champ. Well, everyone's... <laughs> people are commenting Jerry pummels him next champ. Rakik bum. Jan stops him. Jan stops him. Aaron, okay. Oh, Aaron says Jerry defends the title 15 times. Yeah. 15. Y'all, y'all that <laughs> much confident in Yuri. Bro... I would not be confident in Yuri, bro, because Yuri is a motherfucker. That dude, he got nothing. He got yeah. He, he's he's going out there, regardless bro, of doing he what. Doesn't I, give a <laughs> fuck. He is fighting to fight. He's there's no plan to fucking all right. No strategy like I right, I need to win, win this belt, retain my belt, that type shit. No, he doesn't give a fuck, bro. He doesn't care about the money, probably. Nah, he's just fighting. You know, what just saying? happens to yeah, just way of the sick. samurai type shit. Like that dude is done. Like he's he's living like a real time samurai. He's living life as if as if he is already dead. Yeah, like that type shit. He's he doesn't care, and that's why it's dangerous to bet on him. I think I don't see him as a reigning champion because right. it's like he takes these crazy risks that'll get him put away, mm. but also gets him amazing finishes. We've seen. I mean, all of his fights so far, he's knocked people out cold, and but he also did get knocked out in his fight against Dominic Reyes. So I mean, but he won, and he still. He still knocked out this came back, back elbow, yeah. swing back elbow. That dude is fucking uh, beast. He's very interesting. Yeah, he is. Just I him. Follow him on, I follow him on socials. I watch of course. all the shit. That yeah. dude is like crazy. I love when he's like outside just screaming in nature. Yeah, just sitting at waterfalls and <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, he's insane. Bro. Uh, all right, Mouty Mal also asked, Randy, what program do you use to edit the videos? What program does Fia use? Um, I think she uses. Final edit or final cut? Premiere Pro cut. Premiere Pro. Premiere Pro. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's it, people. That is the end of the show. That's all we got. Yes, yes. Thank you oh, for tuning in. One more in. thing. Oh, there you go. Oh, one, one more thing. thing. What about? Uh, did y'all hear about Nate Diaz saying that he want to be released from UFC? Mm. Oh. Wow! Look at that. He did. He actually <laughs> tweeted that. He did. Yeah. Oh, he said. Uh, he said if the he he said he wants to be released by the UFC. Yes, yeah. he said he wants to fight or he wants to be released. Cause he said they ain't they ain't giving him no fight, so he's like, I got things to do. Mm. No fight. <laughs> Yo, he's a, such a fronter, bro. He loves Yo, it. He loves such it. A fronter. That's all cat, bro. I'm telling you, I I promise you, that's all cat. That dude right there is he's smarter than, than y'all think, and he he's either gonna he wants to fight very specific people. He doesn't want to fight. He wants to fight Conor McGregor, right? Poirier is trying to get that fight. He maybe doesn't want to fight Poirier, so. <laughs> He's gonna try to fight. Uh, he's gonna try to get out the contract and go box. Is that that's what he? One hundred percent. He want to box Jake Paul. You think actually? One hundred and ten percent. Because you he know wants, they would set that that's up why immediately. That Bellator talk. He ain't going to fucking Bellator. <laughs> he's not going to Bellator, bro. And and he's and and he wants to fight Connor, but Connor's not gonna be ready for Mad Long. 
and he's not fighting Poirier, mm. right? That's the most likely thing to happen is him fighting Poirier or he gets out of the contract. Mm. But he can't make it seem like he wants to go box because the UFC won't allow it. Right, right, right. His best bet is to say, let me out my contract, I'm done. Mm. Then go show up boxing. <laughs> against Jake Paul. Up against Jake Paul, I promise you. And let me tell you something. Jake Paul will cook him. You think so? Sad reality, y'all. I hate to break it to uh, it's we taking more L's than fuck because it's the wrong guys going out there. Doesn't he come? Doesn't he come from a boxing background though? Uh I wouldn't say a boxing background. He boxed throughout his UFC career in boxing gyms. He's yeah. a jiu-jitsu guy, but he's a jiu-jitsu guy. He does things from boxing very well. There are like aspects of boxing that he does well, but he ain't no boxer. Mm. Mm. That was good though. That was a good uh. Thank you for bringing that up. I forgot about that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. uh, Almost forgot about it. No. Hasbulla said Jake's w- Jake wins, and that's a fact. That's an uncomfortable truth. Damn. Also, Matt Matt said Kyrie finally makes his home court debut right now. I didn't know. Holy shit. It's been that long because mm. of, of the vaccination COVID shit. Yes, sir. Damn, that's wild. He's that's back. crazy. That's actually insane. How crazy he was able to sit in the... Sit in the um, the audience though with no mask. I know, right? It's like what? It's just like what are you doing? Today, it's think, so that's sit there. That's like I went to the doctor to do my physicals for my fight, and they asked me if I was vaxxed, and I was like, no. And then she was just like, she's like, so how do you compete? <laughs> like, like she like lost it for a second. And I was like, um, same with my doctor. I was like, um, I don't know. I just they just you know extensive uh testing. She's like, oh, so how? What event is this? And how are y'all able to do this? And like, I'm like, I don't know. Take it up with them. I'm like, I don't I'm like, yo, like, and she was like very concerned. It was like that I wasn't vaccinated. I'm like, yo. It's really more so they mad because they was forced. I'm like, yo, yeah. <laughs> y'all ain't here. It's a war now, bro. That's last. That's like a yeah. couple months. It was COVID. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> really? uh, yeah. They're not checking for that shit. They don't care about that anymore, especially in the city. Yeah, nobody cares. Anymore. That's why I went to the range again the other day. They used to ask for vaccination cards. Yeah, it's not a thing anymore. Hey. That's all done. You know what though? You you remember uh, chicken pox, right? You ever had chicken pox? No. Nah. Never had chicken pox. Um, you ever had chicken pox, Bruce? Oh uh, nah. Yeah, me neither. Right, but it was a huge thing. Like everybody was getting chicken pox to the point where even kids were like, they were to the point where like, all right, well, kids should get chicken pox. Just get it out the way because it could be deadly to you when you get older. And it was like chicken pox was like a big thing. And that was when we were like all young. That was like our parents used to like talk about that a lot and shit. But you know what? There was a vaccine for that shit. And now you just never hear about hear about it. Mm. Never hear about chicken pox. So. But we didn't have all the internet for all the conspiracies and all this crazy <laughs> shit. And everybody was like, people that. just took the vaccine. And it was, and it like, was oh. done. Same thing with polio. And then it was done. It was like, all right. But now the world is at a different, at a different place. So. Same exact thing with polio in the yeah. 50s. We can't hear you. I said, if did you know that if you had chicken pox when you were younger, you have a, a high chance of getting shingles when you're older? Yeah, that's what Hasbulla just said. Oh. Oh, yeah? Well, I was running over here, so I didn't see him write it. Oh, wow. So it'll still affect you later in life. Oh. It's like dormant in you. until. Gross. Yeah, Well, here it is. Uh, but I'm hungry. I got to eat food. My shit's about to die. All right. On that note, peace out, y'all. Timmy Shoe said, I heard fighters don't like fighting in New York anyway. Crazy taxes and crazy doctors. 
That's facts. Mm. Trust yeah, me. New the York doctors here give me a hard ass time to fight in New York. That's wild. And the taxes are nuts. Are absurd. Still goes up. Yep. But all right, that's it, people. GG. No fights next weekend, but uh, we'll do a show. Yeah, I'll be Should we do too. I may do some shit in the week. Just there you go. We'll do some some giveaways, but uh, definitely will be a show next weekend. We'll see Friday or Saturday. I don't know. All right, y'all. All right, people. Goodbye. Adios. Enjoy your night.